listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. I'm Tanner. I'm Andrea. And I'm Soops. And we'll be discussing an interesting topic today. But be careful, one of the facts we tell you is total BS. Join the other two in guessing the false fact. By the end, you'll be saying, I should have known. And welcome to another episode of I Should Have Known Podcast. I'm Soups, here with Andy and Tanner. Today, Andy is going to talk about photography. Andy, the stage is yours. Yeah, all right. So this is actually photography firsts. And the setup, it's a little bit different structure than normal because all these facts have dates and dates are kind of, they're not very fair for guessing a lie because yeah, who knows the years of some of these things. They're all given with a context of some other event that happened around the same time. And all of those events are true, but only the photography one is a possible lie. Okay. I'm very bad at history. So this, that'll definitely help. Photography itself really a pretty young technology. The very first photo that we know about is from either 1826 or 1827. We're not sure. It's less than 200 years old. Wow. The oldest actual photo that we still have is less than 200 years old. We don't know if someone took an earlier one and it didn't survive. Yeah. So any events that we see pictorially depicted are actually paintings and then digitized. Before 1826, yes. <laughs> now I'm trying to think, did I actually see a photo of the Industrial Revolution somewhere? Well, probably because that happened in the 19th century. So there are lots of inventions from this century, which I'll talk more about. Yeah, so this photo, it looks awful, actually. It, it was made on a plate, like a piece of metal. Okay. And it barely looks like anything at all. <laughs> it's like a cityscape that the inventor, his name is Niepce. He was French and he just took a photo out of his window. It was an eight hour heliograph, which he used sunlight to make a chemical reaction on this plate. And so you can kind of see the outlines of some buildings, but it doesn't really look like anything. Do we have any idea if it looks the same as when he took it? Or if it has degraded? The metal looks a little corroded, so I, I have to assume that, no, it it looks worse now, 200 years later, than it did. Maybe he, it was better when it was fresh. Yeah. And I'm guessing there are no copies of this photograph? There are some. Some people have kind of recreated the image so you can see it, like, on a piece of paper. Like, this was a pretty popular thing, is they would take these images on metal and then transfer it to wood or some other medium. Oh, wow. That's cool. I guess you could call that a copy. So that is the first photo that we know of ever. 1826, you said? Or 27. It's uncertain uh, exactly which year he took it. And that was a city in France. It was in Burgundy. That's a free fact. Moving on to my first possibly false fact. Fact number one. The very first selfie 
was taken in 1839, the same year that the patent for the device it was taken on came out. Basically, humans wasted no time taking photos of themselves as soon as this technology became widely available. 1839. 1839. That we know of, of course. All of these are kind of qualified. Did that one survive to today? Yeah, I mean, you can see it on the internet. I don't know if there's a physical copy somewhere. Was it with the duck face? (laughs) (laughs) No. So it was a a man named Robert Cornelius. He's a a younger man. And at the time, at least. Now he's dead. So... (laughs) Yeah, he was from Philadelphia, and he it's a daguerreotype, which is named after Daguerre, who was a French man of many hats, who invented this early photographic process, which has to do with like a camera obscura, the light activates chemicals and leaves an image. And camera obscura is like a box with a hole in it, right? Yep, it's a box with a hole in it. It was a little more complicated than that, but essentially that was what it was. So that was the first self-portrait that we know of. So I looked up some things about selfie, the word, which I think is really cool. How old do you think the word selfie is? I think it's a new thing, like within our lifetimes. I don't see my parents ever saying the word selfie. I'm going to guess like 15 years old. Yeah, I would say it's about, I mean, the first usage of the word in modern day context, about 2004. You guys are pretty good. One of the coolest things about new words is that we can actually find to a pretty strong degree the very first time someone actually wrote this word. It was in 2002. A drunk Australian posted a photo of his face and captioned it, sorry about the focus, it was a selfie. It was added to the OED in 2013 and was actually the word of the year that year. So it is now officially in the Oxford English Dictionary. Makes me wonder what other words and inventions came about because people got drunk and like made mistakes. A lot of them, I think. Yeah, so the word is originally Australian, as far as we know. September 13th, 2002. It's the first usage of the word selfie, but the first actual photo of a person by themselves. So self-portrait was 1839. So the date for the word is like a historical fact. For the Robert Cornelius one is maybe false. Yeah, that's a possible lie. Yes. Fact number two, the first underwater photo was taken in 1856, a year before toilet paper was invented. If you remember from our episode on paper, we talked about when toilet paper was invented. The first photo was taken underwater before toilet paper was invented. What? How? Only like 20 years after the first selfie? 30 years after the first photo? Well, people were really adventurous during those times. Oh, yeah. I really hope it's a drunk mistake. Like someone dropped their camera into the water and it took it and it's technically underwater. I would imagine that cameras were not available commercially. Yeah, how big was it? Yeah, so that's actually interesting. So the the reason the daguerreotype was so important was because of that patent. The actual French government put out this device, and it was one of the first commercially available photographic devices. That's why it was such an important one. And then immediately they took selfies. So the first underwater photo was taken by a British man named William Thompson. And he basically took his camera and he put it in, tried to make it like a more waterproof box. Okay. And dunked it into the Bay of Weymouth 
endorse it and dropped it in there for quite a while because it, it took a while for these to develop and pulled it out. That was the first underwater photo. It doesn't look like anything. Yeah, I was going to say, what can you see? It's just a bunch of splotches and yeah, it doesn't really look very good. So underwater photography is actually like quite difficult for a lot of different reasons, not just because you're underwater. So the very first underwater photographer, so where the person was taking the photo under the water, that was much later in the 1890s. Just dropping the camera in the water was a lot easier than getting yourself under the water. Yeah. One of the other big problems with underwater photography is that the light, it gets dark really quick under the water. And these were really sensitive. They needed a lot of light to work. The cityscape one was eight hours, you said? Yeah. Underwater, you're going to have to sit in one place with this camera? So by the 1890s, cameras were much faster. They were still slow, but they were much faster than eight hours. But they did have to basically use explosives to create a flash. So they used magnesium, which kind of ignites with right. underwater. And so they just like threw out magnesium and it would cause this bright flash. And that's how they would take underwater photos. Wow. But yeah, Jacques Cousteau is credited kind of with making underwater photography and his photographer Morden like more for the, for the masses more like commercially available cameras and things like this so this was like a big revolution in the underwater photography so Jacques Cousteau was the first underwater photographer oh no no now the first underwater photographer was named Louis Bouton fact number two again is the first underwater photo was taken in 1856 a year before toilet paper was invented so next is fact number three. The first color photo was taken in 1861, 10 years after refrigeration was invented. So we could make ice but not take colored photos, basically. Color photography is apparently super difficult. The way this was achieved was by a Scottish, again, um, jack-of-all-trades, James Clerk Maxwell. I guess he's I know like, this name. He's better known for making boat propellers and engines. He did not take the photo, but he invented the process. And the photo was taken like for his class by a man named Thomas Sutton. Okay. He's Scottish. So you want to guess what maybe the photo is of? Color photo of a sheep. No. Haggis. <laughs> what well, Scottish? What else could it be? A kilt. Yeah, it's a tartan ribbon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it looked really trippy because the way this was achieved is they took this photo. It's actually multiple photos shot through different colored lenses and then put together, which is kind of how 3D old school 3D glasses work and how the Hubble Space Telescope works. Yeah, like a composite image. It looks really trippy, this photo of the, the ribbon. What colors is it? It's a mixture of green, red and blue. Okay, cool. So it's like purplish. But before that, it was just easier to take like a normal photo and then color it. So colorized photos are much older than actual colored photos. Okay. So his actually came out colored. He didn't have to add color to it. Yeah, so that was the that was the important part. You had to add all three colors together to make it appear like the colors in the real world, like your eye would see. But yeah, um, it actually was color, the developed image. Wow. Thankfully, it was not a selfie. 
<laughs> it would have been pretty hard to take a selfie like that. And also those cameras during the 1800s uh, were definitely very bulky, right? Mm-hmm. Then you'd just put it on a tripod and just stand in front of it. But then who would click the button? They have those bulbs on a stick thing. Those were also uh, magnesium. So because they were so slow, you could push the shutter, run in front of it, stand there for a while, and then it would take your image. So you didn't need to be in the image the whole time, be in it long enough to pick up your image. The very first photo of a person was kind of accidental. They took a Parisian street image. I believe it was Yeps again. But they took an image of the street and a man was getting his shoes shined. So the shoe shine and the man are both in the image because they were standing in the same place long enough. Oh, wow. So they were all like by definition, like time lapse photos because it just took that long to develop. Not time lapse, long exposure. Long exposure, right, right. Were these people sharp in those images? Because when it's longer exposure, that means more light. Were they visible and not just like a fade, like sharp enough in the photos to be identified? That's an interesting point. People always talk about that. That's why people look so crabby in old photos, because you have to sit for a long time and have your image taken. Related to what you're asking about soups, there was this trend in Victorian era to take photos with dead bodies at funerals and what i find the creepiest thing about that is you can always tell who in the photo is dead because they're the only face that is like perfectly crisp because all the living people are moving it's very creepy did not enjoy that i'm glad we retired that trend because that's terrifying So related to long exposures, long exposures nowadays are usually commonly used for like astrophotography. So you can get images of stars because you're taking in more light for a longer period of time. So related, fact number four, the first photo of the Earth from space was taken in 1946, exactly a year to the day of the end of the Second World War. And was it clicked by Americans or the Russians? The group of people who took it were of many nationalities, but the missile, the rocket it was the camera was on, was shot from the New Mexico White Sands missile range in the US. And that's nineteen forty six, you said? September second, nineteen forty six, which is exactly one year after the end of World War Two. And do we know that if this was some sort of like a planned commemoration of the anniversary? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. This was not an accident. This was deliberate. So the rocket was a German V-2 rocket that the Allies captured during the war. And these were the rockets that were used to bomb London. And so this was like a symbolic gesture that they used this divisive destruction to take the first image of our planet. So this was like a special... Yeah, it was deliberate. There wasn't a coincidence. It was from... 105 kilometers or 65 miles off the earth. Did they get the whole thing? No. The famous photo, the blue marble, Yeah, that's the first image of the entire earth. So before the rocket, the first image from space, they used high altitude balloons to take. That was the previous record for the highest image. And these were very important because they helped to prove that the earth is round because they were high enough that you could see the curvature of the earth. (laughs) <laughs> so this is like, sorry, flat earthers. <laughs> Those were 22 kilometers off of the ground and the 
the missile was 105. So it's a big difference. I'm so curious about this actual photo and like the camera it was taken with, because of course it's the 40s, right? So it's analog. So they'd have to wait until the rocket came back down to get and develop the photo. So they put it in this like, I think it was steel. I'm not exactly sure the metal, but it was in a very special sealed tube that it once it took the photo, it fell into this to protect it so that when it fell back to the earth, they it didn't destroy the image. Yeah. What? Like a trap for the camera? That's awesome. Yeah. So those are my four facts. Amazing. I love it. Awesome. Okay, Andy, let's do a quick run through of the four facts before Tanner and I take our shots at which one of those you could have possibly made it up. Yeah. Okay. Fact number one. The first selfie was taken in 1839, which was the same year that the patent for the device it was taken on came out. Fact number two. The first underwater photo was taken in 1856 before toilet paper was invented. Fact number three. The first color photo was taken in 1861. 10 years after refrigeration was invented. Fact number four, the first photo of the Earth from space was taken in 1946, one year to the date from the end of World War II. One of those is a lie. Oh man, it's so hard to pick one. I'm going to go ahead and say the color photo is a lie. I think that it is actually later. Okay. I would pick underwater photography and i think it's much much later than the year andy you mentioned okay drum roll please i got you guys no way yeah so the lie is fact number four the photo was taken in 1946 but a little bit over a year from the end of World War II, and it was there was no celebration. This was not like a planned event. I made that up. Oh, it was such a cool story. Well, it really was from a German V two rocket, so that part's real. But the date and the celebration is nah, I made that up. And when I heard the story, and I was thinking that I've never heard of this before, and I was like, that's such a cool way to you know commemorate the yearly anniversary. But that's amazing. I mean, I, I still think it's pretty cool that they use this. They really did use this weapon to take a photo of our planet. And I think that's pretty symbolic. The date to the exact date? Oh, I should have known. Yeah. Well played. I should have known. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get bonus content and suggest topics for future episodes. And of course, be sure to subscribe. Maybe even send the episode to your friends and find out who among you is really the smartest.